Hi, I'm Tiffany. And I'm Rachel. And we like to celebrate the many mom badges we as moms earn every day. So if you're hiding from your kids like we are, you're in the right spot. Welcome to Mom Badge Podcast. Hey moms, today we're on the second part of our nut allergy badge. If you haven't heard the first part, push pause, go back to the first episode, because we want you to hear all the great information we gathered for you from our guests. And the information that we share today is of an informative nature only. So if you have a different opinion or you've heard something else from a doctor, please use what the doctor says first. Our opinion should be used only as such, so please enjoy. So now we're just continuing our conversation with the fabulous Wendy. Wendy is a mom of three, and her oldest son has a peanut allergy. So let's just go ahead and dive right back into the episode. So Wendy, what were any red flags or anything you noticed while you were touring schools to find for your son? I just wanted to say, like, be suspicious of any school that says that they're nut free because I found a school that said that they were completely nut free when I was on the school tour I found out later it was the assistant principal that was giving the school tour and so Mm -hmm. I was just like she really should have known the answers to my questions because she was like oh you know our school is 100% nut free and I was like oh that's great well what about like things that say may contain these peanuts mm-hmm. or tree nuts mm. like are they are the kids allowed to bring those for school lunch and she's like oh you know I'm not sure I'm like oh. um it's not really nut free then yeah. <laughs> like it's <laughs> great it's a good start but yeah. so just know that like sometimes people say things and then you have they to talk like, out of both sides of their mouth Is that yeah what you're the, you to have say? to like mm-hmm. double check it because mm-hmm. and make sure that they can answer those questions that's something i wanted to point out oh yeah i would say that would definitely be a red flag yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah. just watch for those red flags when making a school choice <clears throat> if you can another thing like <laughs> so when there is like a school treat in the classroom like for a birthday party yeah uh-huh, what i would do because my kid my son is going to be going to a different school next year so that has different policies on like class parties and things like that so what I would do is just have like a box of treats like it can be something like a hostess cupcake oh yeah that your kid can have on reserve so that when there are like cupcakes brought in for somebody's birthday the teacher can give him that treat that you've already brought in that he can have Mm-hmm. Um, oh, okay. So then they can still participate in the party or in the birthday celebration mm-hmm. without partaking Feeling in left out. the treats that you don't know mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. That's a great, that is a great tip. Yeah, that's great. I love that. Another thing is that, like, you can have that communication with your teacher where, like, hey, um, if there's something new that's brought into the classroom, can you text me like a picture of the label so Mm. then I can read the label and make sure that they can have it like Mm -hmm. if it's something that they haven't had before in class that's another option too for parents yeah especially those that can't control what's brought in as much definitely that definitely makes sense yeah 
I think that was everything. Aren't we so blessed with, like, the communication that we can have with teachers? Yes. Yeah, yes. It's, it's great what we can get. It's true. I've even gotten texts, which kind of throw me off sometimes, but glad to get them. Ooh, yeah, another like. red flag. <laughs> Ooh, uh-huh, red flags. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So one of the schools I looked at, it was a charter, and I was just asking them, like, what they do for um, school lunch. And I'm like, do you have, like, a peanut-free table? Because this is one of the places that said, well, we can't really, like, tell parents what they can and can't bring in mm-hmm. for their kids. Like, we don't have the right to say. And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, then I have the right to go somewhere else. But, yeah. like, so this nurse that I was talking to was like, do you have a peanut-free table at lunch? She's like, no, but we can clear off a spot at the end of the table for him and make sure it's wiped down really good. And I'm just like, no. That's not the point. We're not interested. <laughs> like, Because if you've ever seen a kindergartner or a first grader at lunch, oh like, sharing food. They have to wipe down, like, underneath the table, too. Yes. <laughs> like, that does not work for me. Like, and whose job is it going to be to wipe that down and make sure that's clean? Well, okay, and just be aware that even if there is a peanut-free table, because I've worked in a school with a peanut-free table, that a lot of the times you'll be, like, monitoring the room, and you'll go by the peanut-free table, and you'll see a kid eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich at the peanut-free table. Right. Like, it's still going to happen, so you really do got to teach your kids as well. Mm -hmm. To watch for it. To watch for it, because, and I mean, when there was a peanut at the peanut free table you know of course we'd get them off we'd have to get but the thing is that then you have to get everybody off the table at the same time yeah so your kid loses out on some recess if they don't speak up for themselves because they have to go stand up against the wall while everything is disinfectant and wiped down yeah oh dear and if they're sitting next to them sometimes you had to go get them another lunch so if they brought home a lunch they're supposed to bag it if it gets touched by the kid with peanuts, mm. and they're supposed to get a lunch from the from the ladies. But that was one district, you know. There's mm-hmm. so many different mm-hmm. policies. Definitely know your policies. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Before you start. Really, at the end of the day, those elementary schools, it's like a Lord of the Flies situation there at the <laughs> end of the day. So true. Oh, my gosh. At that lunchroom. I mean... <laughs> so I mean just have your kid advocate for themselves as well. I think that's good yeah. to point out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So Wendy, what do you do at like Halloween then? Like do you take W out for trick or treating and then so do you just like do. edit his Yeah. What? I mean, is that one of those like I'm taking this for the team. I'm eating this cuz you can't have it, W. That's actually worked out quite nicely for me. I bet it has. I mean, I'm saving my child one Reese's peanut butter cup oh. at a time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you just buy extra for him? Or, I mean, he just gets so much candy that I bet he's fine. But So, and it's funny because it takes him forever to eat his candy anyway. But <laughs> So, I always let him go trick-or-treating because I think it's really important to let them have those experiences. Yeah, and normal. his yeah, feel peanut normal. allergy, yeah. so when you get tested for it, they give you, like, um, there's different levels of the protein that mm-hmm. you can be allergic to. And mm-hmm. his is on the lower end. Mm-hmm. So, but I still do everything that the 
allergist tells me, like, even if it's on the lower end, because Mm -hmm. I don't want that what if I didn't scenario. Oh, yeah. Mm, We already have enough mom guilt. Why make ourselves feel more guilty? And I I tend to err more on the side of caution. But for Mm -hmm. me, I'm like, I need to feel comfortable with that. Well, and that's the most important part is you feeling comfortable with your Mm -hmm. choices. So... For Halloween, I let him go trick-or-treating, and then we just always say, like, don't eat anything until we have sorted through it. Mm-hmm. So anything that's homemade, we just don't let him have because we never know what's been, like, in their kitchen. We don't know mm-hmm. what it's made Do from. Do people hand out homemade treats? So for, like, church trunk-or-treats, oh, they okay, will okay. sometimes. Oh, okay. Yeah, or that's like, different. Okay, I thought yeah. this was like strangers making treats for your kids. <laughs> Here, I mean, children, every now have and my razor do, brownie. Every now and then you do get something. <laughs> <laughs> that's so weird to me. Don't do that, listeners. Yeah. I'm just gonna say that right <laughs> just now. Go that's out and weird. Buy that bag of Snickers. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah. get it. Get it nut free. Yeah. Uh, Get some raisins. <laughs> no, the Ew, Tootsie raisins? Roll brand. Why would you get raisins? Ew. <laughs> I guess Save if you want the kids to egg your house, yeah. <laughs> Let's give these kids some chocolate-covered raisins. Gosh, <laughs> You guys, I love chocolate-covered raisins. <laughs> yeah, that's because you're an old woman. You're not, <laughs> you I always like raisins. Oh, my raisinets. gosh. You know what? You know what my husband likes is Necco wafers. And oh, I'm like, oh. <laughs> that's old people. That, that's that old, old people, people candy. candy. That, that is. <laughs> you got to be over the age of 35 to like that. Well, he is. So so almost there, lady. <laughs> it's like you're so far away from 35, Rachel. <laughs> I am. I am so far from 35. Okay. I've what? got... Six months. (laughs) Speaking as the only person, I guess the old bogey of the room. Yeah. I mean, you're the one that likes those reasons. I'm just going to pop those in my mouth. Why don't we give you some Werther's Original while we're at it, Tiff? (laughs) Wait, is it the soft caramel or the hard caramel? (laughs) I like that there's a difference. I don't like the hard caramel. The soft one's fine. Yeah, the hard stuff's hard on my de- on my dentures. I'm almost there, guys. I'm almost there. I want the implant ones, though. The ones they screw in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've thought about this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can't have that caramel on the screw-in ones. I need to have my my sweets, some taffy, maybe a little peppermint here and there. Oh my goodness! Oh. <coughs> you gotta have some of the peppermint for my indigestion. Does that really work on indigestion? It's supposed to. What? Yeah. I've been doing this wrong with Tums. What the heck? Uh, supposed to help with that. Off topic. Oh how do you handle Halloween, Wendy? <laughs> So then we always sort through uh-huh. and just see what's what's safe and what's not. And some yeah. people may not be comfortable with like the peanut candy touching mm-hmm. the yeah. other candy. Mm-hmm. But like we've never had a problem with that and that's just how we've done it. Mm-hmm. And then I usually buy like sometimes I'll have him pick it out, 
But I'll usually buy something that we can trade those pieces of candy out with. Just so he feels oh, like mm-hmm. he's a normal kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even yeah, though we he has this going thing. on, like, we want him to feel as normal with it as possible. Yeah. Have you have you done the teal pumpkin project before? So we have kind of. So we've never like looked up actual houses with the teal pumpkin project. But I know for us, like we at least will will buy like some kind of treat or prize. So we'll do glow mm-hmm. sticks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For kids. Just so that there's something that like those kids then can have that have allergies. Yeah, we yeah, do the same thing. We have a bucket that has not touched candy. Well, mm-hmm. and it's even nice, too, because, like, sometimes you get a lot of candy, and some kids mm-hmm. just like something that's a little bit different, you know? Mm-hmm. You know what my fun neighbors did in, when at our last house? What? They bought, like, a little Halloween toy for all the neighbor kids. Oh, how fun! Yeah. I just thought it was so sweet, because we had some kids in our neighborhood that were, like, allergic to grapes. You know, just oh. kind of like an odd one. Yeah. And so they didn't know, like, what to get for the kids, and they wanted to do something fun, so they got them, like, a little Halloween toy. And my kids loved it, you yeah. know? So mm-hmm. if you guys want to be extra, you could do that for the kids in your neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is what I love, is I actually buy the toys on the Halloween clearance the year before. And yeah. I just put it in my Halloween stuff and pull it out. Because yeah. we do, for those who don't know what the Teal Pumpkin Project is, it basically was started by parents with kids with food allergies. And you can register on their site, and I think they have an app now. And you'll say you'll put out non-candy treats so that every kid can go trick-or-treating. And you can map it out as well, which is pretty cool. Oh, yeah, that's pretty neat. Mm-hmm. And so we've been doing it for the last five years. And, I mean, honestly, we only get, like, one or two kids from mm-hmm. it. But just knowing that we have something for kids um, that have food allergies, it kind of makes me feel better. Yeah. Yeah. In life, you know, like I'm doing something. And we had one girl come last year, and she's like, the this was the only house she could trick-or-treat at. Oh, how sad. Because she just her food allergies are that bad. She can't mm. even like touch it, you know? And we just let her take like half the basket. Yeah. Take, We're like, take just take whatever thing. you want. Oh, you want two of those? Just take five. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. I just, you know, I want these kids to have that experience, but also just from my child who can hardly eat any Halloween candy. Mm-hmm. It's just that important. We asked on Instagram, what advice would you give to moms whose kids have a new food allergy? And we got some really amazing responses. And we just want to thank all of you moms who responded out there. We especially love Allergy Gal, Allergy underscore Gal on Instagram. And she said, I'm actually an allergy kid and now allergy young adult myself. I want to tell all allergy parents to have confidence in yourself. You're doing a great job. And never be afraid to advocate for your child and push for what they need. I just love that. So thank you so much, Allergy Gal. Yeah. Especially from like a kid's perspective, it's nice to see that she appreciates what her parents did for her and what allergy parents are doing for their kids every day. Right. And actually, you should check out her page because she is all about, 
she's trying to create a community of mm -hmm. people who have food allergies and she sounds like a remarkable young woman oh awesome yeah i'll have to check that out and then we also had another one from booze bandit which what Ooh. a fun name <laughs> I, we need to be friends with this person <laughs> i'm a party girl I'm a party <laughs> sorry it's all good i you know with the name like booze bandit i think she'd be pretty down for that so she said don't blame yourself life still has to go on and try to let your child have the best life they can with safety, of course. And I just really appreciate that. And it sounds mm -hmm. like, Wendy, you do the same thing where you try to create as many normal experiences for your son. Well, I just don't want him to ever feel like he's that kid. Like, because he is that kid, you know? And mm -hmm. it's, that's okay. But mm -hmm. I just want him to know that it's okay that he has this allergy and that he is still a good kid you know yeah. yeah it's it shouldn't be something that you know for lack of a better term like makes him feel like a victim or mm -hmm. makes him feel like you know his life isn't as good as somebody else because it's hard for them to realize that when they're so young yeah oh for sure well, Rachel, do you want to go down the rabbit hole? All right, let's go down that mommy rabbit hole. Okay, let's do it. And when you feel free to chime in whenever you want because okay. this is fun. Well, I have a really fun one. It's from Best Life, and they wrote an article, and it's like the 23 weirdest things you can be allergic to. What? And I'm not going to read all 23 because the list is huge, and I'll link it so you guys can. But I picked my five favorite ones on this list. Oh. <laughs> okay. And we'll just we'll just dive in because <laughs> All right. the first one is amazing. Okay. So the first one is cockroach waste. Ew. What? No, no. Come on. <laughs> yep. People thought they were grossed out by the cockroach, but um, the waste the waste can cause an allergic reaction. It can be sneezing, coughing, and itchy eyes, and that's no. according to the Asthma and Allergy Foundation of America. Okay, you know what this is telling me right now is. Um, <laughs> Somebody had can't. to sit in a room full of cockroach waste. <laughs> Oh. So how do we differentiate hey, that? Like, hey I'm guys, allergic to cockroaches. I'm only allergic to their waste. Maybe they were like, <laughs> maybe they had like a room full of like cockroaches to do the test, and then they're like, hey guys, hey, what happens if we remove the cockroaches and not? Maybe clean? it was like after an episode of Fear Factor or something. Oh my gosh, where they had to eat cockroach waste, or Indiana Jones on the temple in the Temple of Doom. Like, yeah, why, yeah. I don't see why this isn't just. I'm allergic to cockroaches. Like, oh, <laughs> not under that heading. Nope. It's just their poop. And since this is the Mom Badge podcast, and we have to talk about poop, we always talk about poop. Every <laughs> then there we go. <laughs> so are you oh ready for gosh. the next one? I should have saved that one for the last because oh. that one's the best. <laughs> You were just so excited. You couldn't wait. It's okay. It, it was like the number one on the site, too. Okay, so the next one is sweat. What? 
Huh. Yeah. Like other people's sweat or your own sweat? So it just says when their, when their skin is exposed to heat or sweat, these folks break out in itchy hives. And there's even been severe cases that lead to anaphylactic and life-threatening allergic reactions where they just go into shock and stop breathing. What? That yeah. kind of reminds me, it's probably on your list, but my nephew is allergic to cold. It is. It's the last one. I wasn't hey, going to hey. read it, but it what, is what? on there. Yeah. Yeah. It's a weird one. And you can That's... have an anaphylactic reaction to that. Like, and most what of do the they time, do? like, if he gets super cold, he just passes out. <gasps> yeah. It's, so it's oh. a thing. So, like, when he goes to the beach, he has to have, like, an actual wetsuit and can't oh. get too cold. That's nuts. So. Yeah. Okay, so the next one is vibrations. What? What? A lawnmower, a motorcycle, a mountain bike. It can cause switch, uh, swelling, itchings, headaches, and blurry vision. What? Huh. Is this, like, car sickness almost? I, I don't know. Well, n- not itchy. I can understand vomiting with that. No, yeah. it's blurry vision and headaches and swelling. And it's so rare swelling that the U.S. Where? National Library of Medicine says that the number of people is still unknown. So who knows if anybody has this? Then how do they know it's a yeah. thing? It's somebody who had to have had it once or twice. Yeah. I don't know, more huh. than one person. So, okay. And then the last one. There's a lot of really good ones on here, by the way. <laughs> like, I'm going through this, and I'm like, oh, I should have said that one. Oh, I should have said that one. But this one's really good, too. Pollinated fruit. Not fruit that hasn't been pollinated. Just pollinated fruit. What? When the proteins of the raw fruit cross-react with the pollen, it commonly triggers an allergy. Huh. And it's an apple, celery, melons, peaches, and bananas. So I just thought that was interesting. Like, if you got, like, an apple that wasn't pollinated, do they all have to be pollinated? Is that how that works, teacher? Uh. (laughs) (laughs) She's not a botanist. I can ask (laughs) Professor Google for you. (laughs) I was just wondering. Yeah, because I thought, like, in order for a tree to produce, I thought it had to be pollinated. Well, they even said, like, like, eggplants and tomatoes. Genetically made fruit they can have? Maybe. Here, I'll just do a different one, and let's not even think about that one. Yeah, that's just confusing to me. Okay, there's, like, so many. Like, there's glitter, which I totally get. No, I think I'm allergic to to glitter, just, like, on a... You mean um, Christmas herpes? Yeah. I think I'm allergic to glitter just on a personal level. It's offensive <laughs> to me. I think that's what I'm going to be telling people when they're like, let's do crafts. And I'm just going to say, as I'm long as there's glitter. no glitter, because I'm allergic. I mm-hmm. get itchy skin. Have you mm-hmm. heard of the website Send Your Enemies Glitter? <laughs> yes. And I kind of have people on a list for it. I'm not going to name names. Is one of them Nellie Olson? Because. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I wonder, like, if the real-life actress gets so many glitter bombs. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. She was just a jerk. I wonder if, like, jerky people on sitcoms, like, get, like, hate mail. Like, I hate your character so much. I'm pretty sure they do. You know who, if I could send hate mail to, who would be? Huh. Hans from Frozen. Oh. I hate him. <laughs> you guys, Sorry. he's, like, the worst 
guy ever Disney has ever created. I feel that way about Dolores Umbridge. Like, I hate her more than I hate Voldemort. Oh, see, I understand Dolores Umbridge. What? Because people out there are like that. Like, she's a true version of people. But come on, Hans... He, like, makes you fall in love with him, and you're like, oh, we're so excited for Anna, they Disney, love, whatever. Yeah. They sing that cute song, and then all of a sudden, he's about to kiss her, and he's like, if somebody loved you. <laughs> yeah. What the heck? Tiff, I feel like you spent way too much time thinking about this. <laughs> oh, it's because whenever we watch it, I'm like, I hate that guy. Like, Mark just thinks it's the funniest thing ever. <laughs> I even once, like, we were watching it at, like, uh, they were doing a showing of it somewhere in some screen, and we were watching it, and I booed him. (laughs) And I felt like I should have. And I've seen, like, the broad, like, the musical of it twice, and I would boo him there, too. In fact, in the movie, in that setting, they boo you, like, you're around friends who boo together. Oh. That's fine. When did you watch the musical? Um, so Disneyland. Oh. If you guys ever go to Disneyland, go to their shows. I'm their not shows even, are it's like fun. Broadway caliber show. Mm-hmm. That's so fun. I liked fun. it so much that we went again and I made my parents and my brother go. Yeah. They and are my mom so wonderful. Loved it. They really are great. I mean, if it's like the cruise, they're amazing. I'm trying to think of who I'd send the glitter bomb to. I really think it would be Nellie Olson. Just the worst. <laughs> She is the worst. Okay, so one other thing you guys could be allergic to is your period. <gasps> yeah. Let's make that worse. Uh, I know. Okay, so for a few women, let's see, it causes them to break out in hives and swell beneath the skin. <gasps> oh. oh. It's not caused by the period itself. It's from the female hormone progesterone during the second half of menstruation. Oh, terrible. So, yeah, I have endometriosis, and so I totally get swelling, but I couldn't imagine anything else on top of that. Okay, this is TMI by Tiffany. Um, <laughs> thank you for listening to Mom Badge Podcast. We are now going what to do spend you mean? the rest of this. <laughs> Where do you get swelling? <laughs> oh, well, I guess that, I get swelling on, like, right under my hip on the right side. Oh, so, like, your pelvis swells. Yeah. Like, bad. Okay, when you're allergic, what swells? <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't going to ask. Someone needed say to anything. ask that. But, yeah, I'm thinking it's your lady bits. Like, that's good. <laughs> so, I was going to ask you, Wendy, to wrap up if you had any tips, but you gave us a lot. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think uh-huh. I gave you all my tips. So... I what I was hearing was that basically you need to be an advocate for your child. Yes. Mm-hmm. You need to educate those who are going to be around your child. Yes. You need to be aware of the policies of where your child's going to attend for long mm-hmm. periods of time. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you need to make sure that you are the one who's in charge of the training if there is lack thereof. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, and also don't don't think that because they've said it's going to be a certain way that it will be. Like, mm-hmm. just make sure you talk to those people who are going to be dealing with your kid, um, mm-hmm. especially those teachers. Just just for your own peace of mind. Yes. I think that's really important. I think the most important thing, and we always say this, is mm-hmm. your intuition as a mother is best. 
Yeah. You know, don't let anybody else bully you into no. something else. You and know. E- Every the choices that you're making for your child might sound different from like what Wendy's doing. Oh yeah, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Well, right, and I I have a good friend that just has like a different philosophy behind it. Like mm-hmm. she doesn't keep her kid away from like the may contain things, and that's like and that's her comfort level. You know, yeah. you want to keep your kids safe, but her doctor was even like, don't even worry about that. But I just feel like I really trust mine, and that's what he said to do, and so that's Mm -hmm. what I'm going to do. And if you feel like you're not getting, like, a good feeling from a doctor, like, it's okay to go somewhere else. Yes. That's for everything. So, and honestly, if you're at a doctor and they're like, you don't need a second opinion and they get all offended, you need to go to a different doctor. You need to get yeah. a second opinion. <laughs> yeah, well, you got to like your, you got to have a good rapport with your doctor and like them. You got to, I got to ask before we go, because we have questions that we each ask. Ooh. Oh, ooh, yes. Uh-huh. And each mother. just, and I'd like to end the show with it because I think it's, it would be fun. But <laughs> um, basically I want to know. Uh, what is the best and worst advice you've received as a parent? I had to think about this because maybe I just don't like internalize memories as well. <laughs> but I was like, what is the best advice? And there was just this really great lady that we used to go to church with. And my daughter, who was probably, she wasn't quite two at the time. But she had a really hard time sitting through church. Like, you know. Sometimes I have a hard time sitting through church. So I'm a grown adult. Yeah. yeah, totally. So, and she had a really hard time with it. And this lady kind of pulled me aside afterwards. And I was kind of mentally preparing myself. I'm like, okay, what's she going to say? Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> because I had to get up and down, like, during this one particular time, like, I had to get up and down several times, like, mm-hmm. just going in and out of the room. And, she was like, yeah, I kind of noticed that you were, you were getting up with her, you know, during the meeting. I was like, yes, you know, mm-hmm. and she's like, you know, aren't these strong-willed kids just what this world needs? Oh, I, like, oh I love that. Thank you. <laughs> because she made me feel so much better about it. Because really, we do need kids that will stand up and speak out about things in life yes. oh, definitely, definitely. and having a strong-willed kid isn't shouldn't be a problem yes because really oh. we do need that in this world so what i just thought that was really thing. great and she was just she was so sweet about it yeah and it just made me feel so much better and oh, like I it was bet. normal <laughs> yeah. she was acting like a normal baby in church Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. What's your worst advice you've ever gotten, Wendy? It usually happens to me when I'm at the grocery store. I can't think mm-hmm. of a you know, specific time, Ugh. but it was like, you know, bless you moms for going to the grocery store. I think, yeah, just going to the grocery store with kids, you're just trying to survive and get out of there as quick as possible. And sometimes, like, you're just going there out of necessity like you don't want to be mm-hmm. there your kids don't want to be there but you just have to take them with you because what else are you going to do with your kids when you're at the store and like one time we were at the store and we were almost done we had like one item left and my yes. daughter was losing her marbles and so we're just sitting there 
trying to be able to get tortillas. Yes. And we're trying to be able to get the tortillas, but, like, the aisle was just, like, blocked up with people and stuff. And there was this lady with, like, this motorized cart. And I knew she was going to say something to me, you know? But, like, she's like, oh, sounds like somebody needs a nap. And she, like, backs her cart up. Beep, 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 and completely blocks the tortillas so I can't get to them. Oh, no. And just on. starts, like, talking at me about how, like, <laughs> just like, sounds like someone needs a nap here, you know. Better get her home. I'm like, well, I would be home. <laughs> Going home if I could get to the tortillas, you know. <laughs> I love it when people give you unsolicited advice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, thank mm-hmm. you. I noticed. We actually <laughs> just did a show on unsolicited advice. and But we're making, like, little cards you can hand out to moms who are having a hard time in the store. See, and or that's who... what I was thinking. I'm like, if you see a mom that's having a hard time, don't give her advice. Just give her chocolate. Hand out, yeah, go over to her and give her chocolate. Or you can smile at her. Yeah, we have these cards that just basically say, hey, moms, you're doing great. Keep up the good word. My question that I always want to ask moms is if you could do one thing as a mom all the time. Because, I mean, there's all these tasks we have to do that are, like, drudgery and stuff. But I know as a mom we find, like, lots of joy and lots of things. So I want to know what thing brings you the most joy of being a mother. Like, and if you could do it over and over again, you would. Like, all day long. Like, all day long, hmm. yeah. I would probably say two things. Either reading to my kids all day. Like, mm-hmm. I love doing that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what you say, too. <laughs> yeah, I would read all but day. But I, yeah. I think it's because our mother, like, read to us a lot. And she read to you like a lot. the memories the that youngest. I remember with her is reading with her. Mm-hmm. And so I just love doing that with my kids. And another thing would be maybe going to museums with my kids. We oh. love going to museums, especially there's one where we live that's a natural history museum. Uh-huh. And it has dinosaur bones. And it's just so awesome. Like, that's like our happy place. Wow. So I would probably say that, too. Because it's yeah. just... It's so great having those, like, learning experiences with kids. That's amazing. Both are great answers. That sounds like slow torture for me. (laughs) The museum? (laughs) (laughs) So I'm glad that somebody finds joy in that. We would love to hear from you. So hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, or even send us an email. We want to know your stories, advice, and what we could do better. Also, don't forget to hit that subscribe button and tell your friends about us. You can also leave a review so other fantastic moms like you can find Mom Badge Podcast too. So moms, as we leave you this week, hold your cookie dough high and wear those mom badges proud as we salute you and all the hard work you do. Be sure to come back next week and find out what mom badge you've earned. Well, thank you so much, Wendy, for being on our show well, with us. For we really me. appreciate you. Yeah, we're and so excited. And thank you so much here. for helping us earn our allergy badge. Thank you for helping us earn it, Wendy. And um, you're welcome. Yeah, we we're definitely going to have to have you on again because it's so much fun. That, that was, was so much fun. fun. Thanks for having me. See you next week. Bye. See you next time on Mom Badge Podcast. <laughs>